They both were quiet, daydreaming about the money. George knew what he'd like to do. It had been so long since he'd been able to do something for her. He'd given her small things, a bouquet of roses, a box of her favorite candy. But those gifts were nothing. He would have liked to get her that corrective surgery for her face. She kept an ad for a surgeon in her underwear drawer. They allowed payment plans, and they'd figure out that part later. Just needed the down payment. Then she'd be the woman she used to be, alive and happy. He's coming, she said. George looked, and sure enough, there came Fletcher, his body swaying with each step and sweat glistening on his brow like it was all too much. He's smiling, she said. George looked at her and smiled. He is. Yes, good news, Fletcher said. All righty then. He got to his chair and stood behind it. His smile faded. Unfortunately, we were unable to approve you at this time. What? There was hurt in Lenore's voice. You just said good news. Fletcher's cheeks reddened. I was on the phone. He turned his head and tapped the earpiece. I'm really sorry. Lenore pushed her chair out and walked away. George stood, shook Fletcher's hand, and thanked him for his time. He could only think of what he would say to Bobby, who was waiting to put them out. He caught up to Lenore just as she waited aside at the door to make room for a child and mother to come in. Look, Ma, the little girl said, pointing at Lenore's face. Carly, walk, the mother said. She was talking on her cell phone and hadn't heard her daughter's comment. Lenore rolled her eyes and went out the door. George started the car, and Lenore switched on the radio. He knew what that meant. They rode home in silence, except for all the Thanksgiving Day commercials. George hadn't been able to contact Bobby that whole day. He hadn't been home either time he drove by, but the next morning he parked two houses down and caught the little weasel bringing the dog out. Bobby came out the door, scratching his crotch through gray jogging pants and yelling, Get right to it, you ugly mutt. Ain't nobody. Bobby. Bobby's head lolled. I said my piece already. He pulled a pack of cigarettes from his blue jean shirt pocket. Who's that out there, Bobby? His wife called from inside. Oh, for the love of, would you shut up? His wife came to the door, hair down to her waist. She didn't speak, just stared at Bobby was now rubbing his stomach. A noise came from him that was loud and clear even to George all the way on the sidewalk. What the hell was that? He said. I noticed you ain't been regular, she told him. I put a little lax in your cupcakes. Lax? Damn it, you women are always tinkering, trying to fix something. Now I'ma be all but- What about all the house repairs I've done for you? George said. The patio, the broken window, the damn pipes in the kitchen would have eroded all the way through by now from the poisons you've kept using if I hadn't unclogged it manually.